Today's episode is brought to you by the Southern Living Plant Collection. To view our plant collection, find a retailer near you, or buy online, visit southernlivingplants.com. From around the world, across the nation, and up your street, it is I, Steve Bender, the Grumpy Gardener. Welcome to the new podcast from Southern Living, Ask Grumpy. One of my foremost goals as the Grumpy Gardener is to have all of my fans be able to grow gardens that are just as beautiful as mine. I'm here with my co-host, Nella McGuff. Bonjour, <laughs> Nella. That's French, you know. I... <laughs> Hey, Steve. How are you doing? I'm doing fine. You don't seem very grumpy. Well, do you really want me to get into it? Because there's some things that have been ticking me off lately. No, 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 no. We sure don't. So you got a question that can enlighten millions of people out there? I do. I have a 43-year-old ficus tree that I infested with scale by bringing home dicey plants from a home center. I've sprayed with insecticidal soap and treated it once with a systemic insecticide, but the floor stays sticky with dripping sap. And I cure this old girl. She is older than my son. Wow, I'm really impressed that you've been able to keep a ficus tree alive for 43 years, you know. But one of the things that everybody needs to do whenever you bring home a house plant from the garden center the first thing you need to do before you bring it indoors where you have other houseplants is spray that thing down with either horticultural oil or insecticidal soap because it may have insects on it or it may have insects' eggs on it and they'll hatch out. And when they do, they've got a perfect place, perfect dining room with all your other plants there to spread to. So you've got to make sure you're not bringing home any hitchhikers. Now, when it comes to the fig tree, I think you're doing the right thing. I don't know what the conditions are and where you're able to spray, whether you can do it indoors, whether you can do it outdoors. I will let you know that one application is not going to do the job. When you're using a spray, let's say insecticidal soap, you have to wet every single plant surface. That means the tops of the leaves, the bottoms of the leaves, the stem, the trunk, because there could be babies that you can't see. There's lots of nooks and crannies, and there could be eggs there. So inevitably, you're going to miss some, and then some eggs are going to hatch out, and you're going to get more. So you're going to have to do it more than once. I would probably do it every couple weeks. The sap that's dripping all over the floor is because these are aphids. They're sucking insects, and what they do is they suck the sap, and then they release this sticky honeydew, and it falls on the floor, and then it's all sticky and and yucky. Another thing you might try as a more long-term solution is a systemic insecticide. It's called Bio-Advanced Tree and Shrub Insect Killer or Insect Control. And basically, it's kind of uh, granules that you sprinkle around the base of the plant and water into the soil. And the roots of the plant will absorb this chemical and it sends it throughout the entire plant, trunk, branches, leaves, everything. And it lasts a good long time. So if any aphids come back and they start feeding on the tree, they get the chemical inside them and it kills them. So just follow the label directions. And that's two ways to make sure that your 43-year-old ficus gets to be 44. I do have a follow-up question. I have a ficus tree and it's absolutely not that old. 
I can't believe she's got a 43-year-old ficus tree. No, that I is can't either. really amazing. She must have a really good green Yeah, thumb. mine lasted about 43 days. That's <laughs> as much as I could take. Mine's a few years, but I take it outside during the summer, yeah. the warm months, and then bring it inside. And yes. I know leaves drop and stuff inside, but is that what I should be doing? Well, if you Don't live in a place where the temperature goes below freezing, that's what you absolutely have to do because mm-hmm. it can't take freezing weather. Now, I mean, if you're in South Florida, yeah, they grow as trees in the ground there. But here, if you're growing it as a houseplant, it always has to come in before your first frost. And you're going to bring it into a room that's not like outside. It's not going to have as much humidity in the air. It's not going to have as much sunlight. It's not going to have wind and everything. So it's a big change for the plant. So it is going to drop leaves. Just resign yourself to that fact. It is going to drop leaves all over the place. Mm -hmm. But as soon as it gets used to its new spot, it'll send out new leaves. So don't panic. Okay, great. Create the perfect outdoor living space for your lifestyle with Southern Living Plants. Southern Living Plants bloom bigger for longer and offer foliage as stunning and healthy as the flowers. They grow more compactly so they fit your outdoor spaces. And you can prune less and enjoy more. Dig the good life with Southern Living Plants. View my favorites at plantsbymail.com forward slash Grumpy's Garden and enter Grumpy for an exclusive Grumpy Gardener listener discount. Well, it's Wednesday, and the plant of the week is sun patience. My plant of the week is sun patience. And this is an improved annual. It's become one of my favorite flowers to plant around my house. If you all remember the old-fashioned impatience that became so popular because they were one of the few things that you could plant in the shade and would bloom continuously from spring to fall. But if you put them in the sun, they burn to a crisp. Well, now they've done improvements on these plants, and they call them the sun patients because you can put them in full sun. Get it? Sun patients. Well, what do I love about these plants? Well, like their predecessors, they bloom continuously from spring to fall. They have very pretty flowers, and they're larger than the original impatients. I'd say the flowers are probably as big as a silver dollar. They come in lots of really nice colors. I got one called electric orange because I want my garden to show out for all of my neighbors. But there comes in reds and purples and whites and stuff like that. They bloom continuously. They do like moist soil, but it's not hard to keep them alive. Just when you see them start to wilt, give them a drink of water and they're good. And then maybe give them some liquid fertilizer every three weeks or something like that. That keeps them going. They're very compact plants. You don't have to be trimming them all the time. If you want a lot of color from a few plants, you can get it. These guys grow big. They go kind of like into small shrubs, maybe 24 inches wide and about 18 inches tall. So you don't need a million plants to put on a big show of color. And they're also really, really great in containers. So these are annuals. Oh, yeah. 
they won't take freezing weather either. So when you're ready to pull out all of your cool weather annuals like pansies in the spring, these are really good in replacements. Other than just watering them, you really won't have to fool with them again all the way till October. Nice. Okay, great. Thank you, Steve. You are quite welcome. Thanks for tuning in to Ask Grumpy. This podcast airs every Wednesday and Saturday. If you have a question, you know where to find me. No question goes unanswered on the Grumpy Gardener Facebook page. Be sure to follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen. We'd love your feedback. Be sure to use words like brilliant, wonderful, and life-changing as often as possible. If you could rate this podcast and leave a review, that would make Grumpy very happy. You can also find us online at southernliving.com forward slash ask grumpy.